Welcome to First Formation, spiritual exercise for Christian soldiers looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join Pew Pew HQ every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 113 Praise the Lord. Praise, O servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time on and forevermore. From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. The Lord is high above all nations, and his glory above the heavens. Who is like the Lord our God? Who is seated on high, who looks far down on the heavens and the earth? He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap to make them sit with princes, with the princes of his people. He gives the barren woman a home, making her the joyous mother of children. Praise the Lord. Genesis chapter 25, verses 19 through 28. These are the descendants of Isaac, Abraham's son. Abraham was the father of Isaac, and Isaac was 40 years old when he married Rebekah, daughter of Bethuel, the Aramean of Paddan Aram, sister of Laban, the Aramean. Isaac prayed to the Lord for his wife because she was barren, and the Lord granted his prayer, and his wife Rebekah conceived. The children struggled together within her, and she said, If it is to be this way, why do I live? So she went to inquire of the Lord, and the Lord said to her, Two nations are in your womb, and two peoples born of you shall be divided. One shall be stronger than the other, the elder shall serve the younger. When her time gave to give birth was at hand, there were twins in her womb. The first came out red, all his body like a hairy mantle, so they named him Esau. Afterward his brother came out, with his hand gripping Esau's heel, so he was named Jacob. Isaac was sixty years old when she bore them. When the boys grew up, Esau was the skillful hunter, a man of the field, while Jacob was a quiet man, living in tents. Esau, Isaac loved Esau because he was fond of game, but Rebekah loved Jacob. Colossians chapter 1, verses 15 through 20. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For in him all things in heaven and on earth were created, things visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or powers, all things have been created through him and for him. He himself is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that he might come to, so that he might come to have first place in everything. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him God was pleased to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, by making peace through the blood of his cross. Good morning and welcome to the fourth Monday of Advent. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from Walkersville, Maryland. This morning's readings come to us from Psalm 113, Genesis 25, and Colossians 1. And I don't know uh, if you, well, I was going to say if you don't, if you noticed, but I notice weird things. Um, I was trying to figure out which uh, brother was being referred to which time when um, 
God says to Rebecca, two nations are in your womb, two peoples are born, and you shall be divided. The one shall be stronger than the other. The elder shall serve the younger. Now there's a couplet, right? The one shall be stronger. Is that Esau, the elder, or Jacob, the younger? Um, and I, my initial impression is that Esau will be stronger because it, it talks about the elder and then the younger in the following uh, sentence or clause, um, and that the uh, and that the younger is also the less strong. Um, and it makes me, uh, it reminds me that um, Esau is the founder of the Edomites or the Eudemians, uh, as the Romans called them. And the Eudemians uh, had land south of uh, all the, the tribes of Israel. And one of the most famous Eudemians is King Herod I and his, his sons, Archelaus, Philip, and the rest. And in fact, Herod ruled over the tribes of Israel, the lands of the tribes of Israel, and the Jews at the time of uh, the first century, or well, technically like the the first century BCE. So Herod, a quick overview, Herod um, gained power over the Hasmoneans, um, uh, kind of Greek uh, people, and uh he ruled uh, s- several decades with the support of Rome he was close friends with mark antony uh, he named fort antonia after antony when he did his building project um and he ruled over israel he ruled over his uh the jacob's descendants and so the elder is not serving the younger but the elder is stronger than the other um, and when Herod dies, during Herod's life, the Edomian, um, he ruled kind of with an iron fist, uh, and that seemed to be effective. There were there were few um, outbursts and revolts, um, and as soon as he died in 4 CE, there's all kinds of chaos. That's when we get a bunch of these insurrectionists um, that we hear about, Athrogenes, um, Thaddeus, um, all these you know, popular uprisings are right after Herod dies because the the area is kind of thrown into disarray. And this would have been at Jesus' childhood. Um, and there's this story in, uh, it sounds like a parable. Uh, the parable of the ten talents is what it's called, but it's not really a parable. And I say that because um, if you remember, uh, a ruler um, is going to go away for a while and he puts his servants in charge of various amounts of money. And they, he goes off, and he comes back, and um, he's really unhappy with the guy that treats the money that he was given like a plant. He puts it in the ground and sees what it will produce because the ruler expects to get money from money. And that's not exactly how it works. Um, and he's he says, you... Um, you're a horrible servant or something. I, now I can't remember the, the line. And this is literally Archelaus. Archelaus, um, Herod's firstborn, um, was given most of the land of Judea. And 
is massively unpopular. And one of the uprisings was this delegation of Sadducees and Pharisees that went to Rome and said, don't put Archelaus in charge. He sucks. Um, there had been many revolts. So Rome was basically like, hey, if you're going to revolt because of him, fine, we'll, ta- we'll depose him. And they did. So the Herodians are Eudemians. Um, they are stronger than the Jews, the Israelites, uh, the descendants of Jacob. But the elder, the Eudemians, uh, will serve the Jews. Um, not just, you know, um, in the early history, um, but, you know, through Christ, we, uh, we are, or, you know, Christ is given to us, the world, through Jacob's line, not through Esau's line. Um, and the, um, the passage from Colossians talks about, you know, the supremacy of Christ, this the subtitle that doesn't actually appear in the text, so it's pure speculation, um, talks about how Jesus is uh, the one who bore all things, he comes before all things, the firstborn of the dead, the beginning, first place in everything, um, and this is this kind of weird juxtaposition of Jacob, who is later named Israel, who actually wasn't first. Esau was the oldest, um, but um, Rebekah loved um, the younger of the two, the, the tent dweller, um, who was not as skillful at hunting. Um, and Isaac, on his deathbed, he's tricked by Jacob. And so there's some paradoxes or some, I don't know, maybe hypocrisy um, in this mix between Esau and Jacob. You know, there's um, there's self-dealing, there's, you know, all this intrigue. Um, and at the time of Christ, it seems as though the the pendulum is kind of swung toward Esau's line. The Herods, the Herodians are Edomites, essentially, uh, Eudemians. Um, but uh, quickly, they're, they're eventually overthrown, well, not really overthrown, because of the, the revolt um, in 66 to 70 CE, Rome comes in and kind of dissolves all these client kingships, including uh, the Herodian uh, dynasty, which was effectively, you know, they're, they're, <laughs> they, they were stripped of their power um, at the revolt and everything that you think of, if you're a Jew, everything that you think of as normal is now gone. You know, there's no temple. Uh, Rome is now in charge with legions, you know, in Judea, um, and it's because of this tumultuous relationship that um, the you know the Israelites, Israel or Jacob's descendants, have with the Eudemians. Not all because of that, um, but it's certainly precipitated by um, Herod's kind of relationship with Rome and the unpopularity of both Herod and Rome um, by this feisty, the descendants of this feisty ankle grabber, which is what Jacob, the name Jacob means. Um, And so it's one of the, one of the things I think about in terms of like patriotism and like, do we, do I love my country or what does that mean? Is like, you know, a country is a fleeting thing in the, in the span of time, like, we're pretty young, um, and we're already kind of we're already kind of fucking it up. 
Um, we're trying to overthrow our own capital. We've had one civil war. Um, like these things come and go. Um, you know, and as we read the Bible, we might think that, you know, Israel is larger in charge and Esau and the Edomites are kind of in the background. But like, if you think about it, you know, at the time of Christ, the, the consummation of time, like they weren't, they were subjected to the Edomites. Um, and that the younger was serving the elder, even though the younger was stronger, um, not physically, but spiritually in their connection, their covenant with God. Um, and so don't, put too much faith in these fleeting, passing things we called nations and peoples. Um, put your faith in the church, uh, which transcends time and transcends national identity um, and um, promises, not just you know resurrection from the dead, which is great, but what it promises to show us what life means to be, to be good right here and now, that heaven and earth meet in um, the work of Jesus Christ. A prayer for the church from the Book of Common Prayer. Gracious Father, we pray for your holy Catholic Church. Fill it with all truth, in all truth, with all peace. Where it is corrupt, purify it. Where it is an error, direct it. Where it is in anything amiss, reform it. Where it is right, strengthen it. Where it is in want, provide for it. Where it is divided, reunite it. For the sake of Jesus Christ, your Son, our Savior. Amen. Thank you for falling into First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast at patreon.com slash pewpewhq. You can contribute as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instructions will be provided, and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with pewpewhq in this or any way. Finally, you can also record and send prayer requests of a minute or less. Prayers can be included in an episode, read anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in First Formation. I hope you'll continue to listen, even if I can't convince you to jump in. This has been Brother Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.